believe Maybe it's God for you Maybe you think that everything's a lie Lord, I hope that is in Hello everyone, I'm Jeff Benda And you're listening to the Fargo Catholic Podcast If you're like me, you watch more movies now than you ever have before People watch more movies now than they ever have before in the history of time. More than Blockbuster could have ever imagined. But unlike what Blockbuster offered, people want to be able to access them on their TVs, on their computers, on their tablets, their phones, even their watches. People love to watch movies. Nowadays, the new thing is just vegging out and binge-watching movies. This never existed before. But the brick-and-mortar blockbuster video stores failed. And some people I talked to believe that the traditional brick-and-mortar churches, such as the Catholic Church, just don't work anymore. They really question what the future is of Catholicism and Christianity. Where is this all going? What's the point? It's like we have a bunch of DVDs, but no one wants to come in and rent them anymore. It's an interesting position that we find ourselves in, but even though it's not my own personal perspective, I believe we should maybe take a look at it. Because I would say, as a culture, we live in a hyper-sexualized culture and climate right now. Every last ounce that can be treated in that light is, and it's presented in that way. We live in a hyper-sexualized time, and I believe part of that is that we really desire to be intimately caught up in something, to find ourselves united and belonging to something, that deep within us is that need. So in order to try and satisfy that need, we live in the time that we currently do. We also live in a time in which health consciousness and gym memberships are huge, especially during this new year. We have this desire to experience not just healthiness, but to have a healthy way of life and be connected. The phenomenon of these brick-and-mortar gyms have built a culture of accountability. I know because I myself have a membership, and my wife is always asking, Hey, have you made it to the gym today? Hey, are you eating healthy? We live in a time where we still seek accountability, and we believe that other people, like a trainer at the gym, they can help us become perfect. They can improve us. I would say we also have the scenario in our culture that we desire to connect and to be connected. We see this in the use of social media and even video games. That need to belong to something outside of ourselves, to be affirmed by something bigger than us, it's happening left and right. And it's not as if we aren't seeing a need for faith. It's not as if we aren't seeing a need for the presence of God in people's lives. We're seeing the practices of meditation on the rise, the practice of yoga on the rise. Did you know that Buddhism is the largest growing religion in the United States right now? It's not as if people aren't looking for a spiritual connection or to encounter a deep spiritual truth in their lives. They are. In fact, I would propose that the really good news out of all of this is that we're starving for it. We're starving. As a culture and a people, we so desire to feel connected and to belong. The question is, are you and I willing to do what Isaiah calls us to do in the first reading from this past Sunday, Epiphany Sunday? It was from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 60. The very first line 
resonated in my heart as one that I feel should resonate with all of you listening to this podcast. The first line of Isaiah's reading, and you need to realize that this was written in a time of turmoil and imperfection for the people of Israel, a time in which things were unsettled and were not pretty, a time that was dark and dire. But it was here that Isaiah writes, Rise up in splendor, Jerusalem. Rise up in splendor, Jerusalem. I felt that resonate with myself because I, I wanted to say, Rise up in splendor, Jeff. Rise up in splendor, Catholic Church. Rise up in splendor, Holy Cross Catholic Church in West Fargo. Rise up in splendor, all of us Catholics, here in Fargo and beyond. Rise up. It doesn't mean we have to be perfect. It doesn't mean that I have to be perfect to proclaim that our Catholic faith is an encounter with Jesus Christ and that he alone satisfies the human heart more than any other. Lord knows I'm not perfect. Lord knows our Catholic Church is not perfect. But that does not prevent us from rising up and by saying that it is in the Catholic faith that we can truly encounter Christ, of being a light to the world. And not just being a light to the world. That's a really beautiful phrase. It's pretty. But we're not just called to be a light to the world. That makes it too easy. You and I are called to be a light to our neighbors, to the person who lives in the house next door to you, to the person who lives across the street, to the person who works in the cubicle next to you, to the person who sits next to you at your kid's hockey game. I promise you, they are all thirsting for a relationship with God. And for now, it might just be being expressed in their commitment to their gym membership or their participation in a yoga class. But I guarantee you they are hungering and thirsting for God. So how do we become a light to them? How do we rise up in order to invite them to that which we know is the true source of that which satisfies? Well, I got a couple tips. Step one. As we close out this Christmas season, we stop being consumers. We stop being just consumers of the church. We stop being just consumers of Jesus Christ. We stop being just consumers of grace. But rather, we become the converted. We become people who have encountered something real. We allow our hearts to be open to something real, to allow it to convert us and change us, to change how we think of ourselves and how we think of our brothers and sisters. That we encounter a love which heals those hurts and those resentments and those wounds that we carry. We stop being consumers and we become the converted. Step two, the way in which we evangelize now. I know that this is a really hard one for myself. We all need to change it from how we've evangelized in the past. I can't just leave holy cards in random public places 
or hand out a holy card or a blessed medal to someone and encourage them to pray to that saint, or hand them a book and encourage them to read it because it helped change my life. Yes, it works sometimes, but not as well as it used to. What's required now is that we draw near to someone's life and walk along with them and to learn who they are and to invest in their lives, to hear about their story and to be able to help them recognize it is God who calls out to them in the midst of their story. If you and I are going to become a light to this world, lights to our neighbors, it's going to be because we paid attention to them and we listened to them and we accompanied them. Step three. Step three is to try to trust that the Holy Spirit is already at work within them. That the Holy Spirit is already there. We don't have to wait on it. It was given to us at our baptism. It was sealed in us at confirmation. And every Sunday we receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ. It's then that he lives within us. What else do we need? Nothing. And so to be convicted of that, that Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit is already at work within your neighbor, within your family member, within your co-worker, that Christ desires to not only live within you, but within them as well. And that it's within him alone that we find our salvation. For all of you listeners of this podcast, I really want to encourage you to set a goal, a New Year's resolution, whatever you want to call it for this year. It's going to be my goal. By the end of this year to say, have I brought someone to a relationship with Jesus Christ? Have I brought them to Jesus Christ and the sacraments? That Jesus Christ desires to not just be a feeling or a thought or a philosophy, but a tangible presence in their life. The sacraments of the Eucharist and confession and maybe even marriage. Have I been able to bring them to Jesus Christ in his sacraments and then to his church? Just one person is our goal. So are we all going to just waste time this year binge-watching eight seasons of a show that isn't even that great on Netflix? That person out there truly desires a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, a real relationship. Are you and I willing to allow them to encounter Jesus Christ through our lives? To become the tangible expression of Christ in the world? So that the epiphany isn't just a day we remember when the three wise men encountered the baby Jesus. A day we celebrate on the first Sunday after New Year's. But instead, that a person who may be in our lives right now or someone we may meet later this year. That that person may recall an experience of an encounter they had with you and I and say, that was the day of my epiphany.